Let's talk about getting married young. Hello, beautiful. You are listening to episode 105 of the Africana Woman podcast. My name is Chulu, your host, who is the most extra. I am a storyteller by design, commander of words, entrepreneur, and coach. This show is a love letter to African women because her story, your story, is powerful. Babe, are you new here? Welcome, love. Where have you been? We've been waiting for you. (laughs) You have officially joined that family you never knew you needed You are about to have those conversations you never knew people had. I am so excited for you. So click the subscribe button. And when this episode finishes, head over to AfricanaWoman.com to check out all the resources that we have for you. My sister. Hey, gorgeous. I missed you. Can we just talk about all the outpouring of love you guys have shown this last week with the launch of the Africana Woman Network? Y'all sent such beautiful messages and support and love and care for Jean. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. So, if you are looking for a community and not just once-off events, we have a sisterhood called Africana Women Visionaries, which is a global community of African women who believe in prioritizing our health, i.e. mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health, as a means to achieving true generational wealth. We have masterclasses, an accountability circle, journal prompts, networking events, virtual co-working spaces, and a couple other perks. Most importantly, it is a safe space that is judgment-free and authentic. Y'all know how we do. (laughs) If you want to connect with powerful, like-minded, and like-hearted women, I just wanted to make sure you know that this is available to you. So during this month of February, we are showing you love by offering an early bird subscription of $5 per month to the Africana Woman Visionaries. Now listen, for everything you get in the community, this rate is a literal steal, okay? It will never be this price again, so make sure you take advantage of this opportunity this month. On the 1st of March, subscription will be $50 per month. Okay, these days, when do you think is the right time to get married, eh? Please send me a message about this. I am really curious to know what you guys think. Today, you are going to meet such a sweetheart. Her name is Zoe Connie Chibula. She is a fellow Zambian podcaster. Every time she speaks, I am so fascinated. There are so many layers to her. But today, our conversation focuses on married young. Please enjoy. Zoe Margaret Connie Chibula 
is a wife, daughter, sister, friend, conservationist, missionary, public speaker, accountant, artist, teacher, YouTuber, podcaster, student, and minister of the gospel. Listen, I am so, so excited to welcome Zoe to the Africana Woman podcast, Mike. Hi, Zoe. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So guys, just a little bit of background. Zoe and I met in the Zambian Podcasters Hub. And listen, every time this woman speaks, I'm like, but how? Like your life. I'm just so (laughs) interested. (laughs) So I just said, you know what? Let's do this thing. Like you have to come on the podcast. Like I really, really want to have a conversation with you. So now tell us a little bit about your journey to being a, a wife. So I got married at 23. I had actually, again, desired to be married at like 18. I know it sounds like so, I know it sounds so weird. I'm sure people yes, she said are 18. like, what the heck? <laughs> she said 18 and then you um, about eight kids. Oh my God. I know. Okay. The earlier, the better. So, um, so yeah, I mean, 18 happened. I didn't know anyone. I just moved to Zambia. But yeah, I think... I think also like as much as I'm a last born, I feel like I've, I matured pretty quickly. I graduated high school at 16, got a job um, like seven hours away from home. And then when I was 17, I moved to the States for one year. Again, like I'm, I'm on the other side of the world alone as a minor, you know, fending for myself basically. Um, so I think there was a lot of like responsibility that. I developed. And so even the people I hung out with, they were like in their thirties, late twenties. And so those are the circles I was around. And I felt like when they're like 28, 29 and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm not yet married. I started feeling that pressure, but I'm like, no, you're 17. You don't, you know, you don't need to feel that pressure. So that, yeah, just being around those circles as well. And also just having the, my mom had my sisters and well, she had me when when she was like 32. So I felt like, I felt like she was late. For me, I'm like, man, like I, I, I wanted the, again, I think it just goes back to like um, ideologies and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, when you're young, you've got all the energy to like chase after the kids and do everything so that even like when they're done with college or when they're done with high school and they're in college, you still have a lot of energy to explore, to travel, to do all those things. And so I think for me that that was that. Was that. So I think I met, I mean, I dated, but things weren't, yeah. I, I've, always in, I've always dated with the intention of marriage. I don't, I, I don't like guys as friends. I'm like, are you going to, why are you in my life? Are you going to marry me or not? <laughs> you know, so... So any guy that I would get to know and, you know, date and stuff, it was always with the intention of marriage. And if we're not going in the same direction, like, you know, cut it off. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even say, let's remain friends. It's just like, okay, you do you, you know, I do me. So um, I met my husband in 2018 of August. A friend actually um, like hooked us up. And I, I, at the moment I wasn't actually interested. I was going through a phase where I'm like, I miss independent. I don't need a man. I'm doing my own thing. You know, it's okay, whatever. And then he just pops up out of nowhere and just happens to check every 
thing on the list. You know, I was, I was even wondering, like, all the things he's mentioning, did, like, did he see it on Facebook? Because I'm quite, like, public with my life and stuff, you know. But I'm like, no, these are deep things that no one knows, you know. So when we had that conversation and, you know, I think it was on our third date when he proposed, he was like, look, I'm in this for the long run. Um, cause he's never dated anyone. He was like, my first is going to be my wife. So I ain't wasting no time. If you're in it, you're in it. I don't want to, I don't want things. So we'll see how it goes. So yeah, I didn't even know his surname. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't know anything. I just knew the, the non-negotiables were there. I'm like, okay, we'll figure out everything else, but we are all, we're both headed to the same direction. We'll figure it out along the way. And so yeah, after some prayer, yeah, I was like, okay, all right, we'll do this. And he even gave me a timeline. He's like, I don't waste time. Within two years, we'll be married. I'm like, okay, I'll be 23. Sounds good. <laughs> and so um, we dated for a year, got engaged in 2019. Um, our parents were part of the process as well, very involved from day one. So we were all like dating each other. Um, I remember my dad would ask like, so what do his parents do? And I'm like, I don't know. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. So yeah, like we were literally all dating each other as siblings, as parents, you know, our parents are also getting to know each other. They knew from the beginning that this was like very intentional. It was like, it was like an arranged marriage, but like we arranged it ourselves. Yeah. So, um, got, it got engaged for a year and then got married in 2020 and, yeah, it was, it was quite the experience. A lot of people thought we were dumb. You know, we're too young. We don't know what we're doing. Even though our parents were like, yeah, you know, our parents were like in full support, but a lot of other people were just like, you guys are young. And again, there was the pandemic happening. So, you know, when, when the pandemic happened, you kind of feel like people's lives have paused. So people were like, didn't you just get engaged yesterday? You know, and it's like, no, it's actually been a year, you know, so. Yeah, so it was it was kind of challenging um, getting married young. Uh, there are a lot of statistics that show young people having failed marriages and all that stuff. So even now, I feel like some people are just waiting for us to fail. But we are happy. <laughs> okay, okay. Here come the questions. Let's go back. <laughs> what was on the list? On the list, there was ministry. Okay. So um, I feel like a, a really long time ago, God called me to be a pastor's wife. And um, so even like the people I would date, they had to be like ministry minded and all that stuff. So that was one of them. And, now that, and not just any ministry, like missions, because, you know, I do a lot of mission trips and literally leaving a geographical area. So I really needed someone who, if God says, you know, move to Thailand, you know, I don't want someone who will be like, no, but my family is here, but we've already established so much. So that type of flexibility. Um, another thing on the list was um, someone who wants like tons of kids. And that was something that literally on the first date, he was like, yeah, I was, I was listening to a fatherhood this and I was listening to, I was reading a fatherhood this. I was like, yes. <laughs> they say, they say kids are like your first ministry. So like the more you have, the more disciples you have. So, so if you don't want to do the, the, the door to door knocking, just pop them babies and teach them Bible verses and stuff. So, so that was another one. Another one was, 
what did he say? I think there was like a, a key scripture that I feel like God gave me like a really long time ago where um, I was praying about my future husband and like that scripture came up and I was just like, oh, okay, I don't know what the scripture means. And then on the first date, he was like, oh, actually my key scripture is this and this and this. And I'm like, whoa, I definitely didn't put that on Facebook. I definitely didn't do, you know, this and that. So, yeah. And I think also just accepting that I'm not like strictly, strictly Zambian because I didn't grow up in that atmosphere. So, yeah, because I, I think that's something I was also afraid of. Like, oh my gosh, I marry a Zambian man and he's, he's a, he's, his child is Bemba and there are a lot of things like hey Bemba men are this and they're gonna expect you to do this and this. so in my head I was just like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah um so I think those three I those are like at the top that I can think of right now but I think there were like seven or sometimes even like now you know something a situation happens and, I, and he reacts in a, in a special way and I'm like oh my gosh you know yeah you are Mr. Right you know <laughs> So, yeah, I think even throughout these two years, it's been confirmation after confirmation that, yep, right person. Like, what's your age difference? Are you the same age? No, he's two years older than me. So he was 25 and I was 23 when we got married. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then, so like right now, what's your your age? Right now, I'm I just turned 26 and he is 27, about to turn 28. But you know, it's funny when you say like 23 is young, because I feel like, wasn't that the age like our parents were getting married? Isn't that the age that people aspire for? Like even now, you think that's young? You know, I feel like I, people just kept rubbing it in that we were young. I don't know. Why? I mean, okay. Like sometimes right now, like my, my sister-in-law, she's 23 mm. right now. And if she was to say, yeah, I'd like to get married this year, I feel like I would kind of be like, whoa, you know? So I feel like to a certain degree, I feel like the, I feel like the more the generations change, the maturity is taking less, like it's taking more time to mature. Mm. So I feel like because of that, maybe 23 is considered young. But yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the, but we, we thought it was okay. But a lot of people are just like 23 is too young. Wait until you're 26 or 27, you know, chase those goals, mm. you know? And I'm like, this is, this is a goal, you know, that I'm chasing. So yeah. So I, I don't think, I don't think it was young for me. Sometimes when I look at other people, I do think it's young. So I just think it depends on the person. But yeah, parents mostly were getting married at 21. My mom got, my mother-in-law got married at 21. Yeah. I like the idea of, you know, everybody dating each other. Right. Because mm. I that people kind of wait for that last, last minute. Like people only start meeting each other when you're actually starting to organize, like, okay, now it's a kitchen party. Now it's a shiny, but you know, being very intentional, um, like even in that, uh, dating courting, whatever someone would want to call it, that period where everybody's, you know, interacting with each other and being, because I don't know, I sort of get the sense that people kind of like, 
it's like they hide their relationships. You know what I mean? Mm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure, sure. Like this person has put yeah. them for me. It's like, I'm not introducing you to anybody. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think it, it also depends on the, the parents. Like mm. I have a friend, they dated for 10 years. The parents had no idea. Nice. Yeah. 10 years. The parents had no idea. And I think they got married at 28 and even like at 27, just bringing up the conversation of, of guys, they're like, no, you know, and it's like, she's grown. So I think, I think also some parents, <laughs> I think some parents just make it really difficult. Right. Right. So, okay. So talk mm. about the first conversation you had with your parents, like, how did that go? So the first time he came home, not um, that he came home because you'd have told them about yeah. him before that. You get what I'm saying? I hope. I don't know. No. Like, no. So again, like the the first. Okay. So like I I I really didn't know him at all. Okay. Right. It's not like we had a, a, a friendship or something. It was just like, okay, there's this guy I need to go out on a date with. Okay. So um he he picked me up for church and when he dropped me off, I was like, oh, you know. Yeah, already at the gate. Come, come, say hi to my mom. So, and this was before we even like had any discussion or or whatever. So, just said, oh, this is a friend from church. That because my parents meet all my friends. So, oh, this is a friend from church. They stay in the neighborhood. They're new to the neighborhood. So, yeah. Um. So after the date and when we made things official, I told my mom I was like, oh, remember that guy who came? Yeah, we're gonna get married in two years. <laughs> And she was like, uh, huh? <laughs> because also like, he looks, he looks really, really young. And so my mom thought like, he was like super, like way younger than me and stuff. So she's like, huh? You know, like, cause I was in youth ministry. So she thought maybe it's like one of the youth um, kids as well or something. So she's like, you mean the young man? And I was like, yeah. So he's actually like, he's a 94 and this, this, this. And yeah. So I explained the situation and she was really happy. She's like, okay. And she did the math automatically. She's like, oh, you'll be 23. Okay, that's great. That's nice. Um, and then she's like, yeah, so do you want me to tell your dad or will you tell dad? And I was like, I don't know. I felt really weird because it's like, she, my mom knew that I knew nothing about this guy. Yet we said we're going to get married in two years. So I think she knew that my dad was going to ask like questions like, and again, everyone has reason. Like, why, why are you going to marry someone you just met? You know, even though there's two, it's, it'll be like two years from now. So I told my mom to tell my dad and just that they'll be seeing him often. So that's how my mom told my dad. She told me that she told him. And then I had a conversation with my dad as well. It's like, oh, hey, did mom tell you about this thing? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. It would be great to get to know the person. So I was like, okay, yeah, great. Because my biggest fear was, you know, when you're so in love and you don't see red flags, I'm like, if y'all see that, like, let's all do this together so that, you know, if we all see something, we can all say something. And the fact that we're right now, we're not heavily invested emotionally. Yeah. So, so that was basically the conversation. And I think like we had like every weekend I would go to his house um, and he would come to, to my house as well and would just interact with each other's parents so yeah from the very beginning it was just 
this guy I just met says he's gonna marry me in two years. Save the dates, <laughs> and yeah, my parents actually started saving. So tell me about your wedding. Was it like you know, like the huge white wedding? Like you know how you know how Africans, Zambians, everybody was <laughs> overboard. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, <laughs> what was your wedding like? It was during COVID, so we were kind of happy because that meant not many people. But I, I would have like what I wanted was either like super super intimate, like twenty people, or super like extravagant where I have like 20 bridesmaids because I've, I've traveled so, so many places and I've gotten so many sisters and all that stuff. So, um, it was, it was, it was a moderate, okay wedding. I think we were, it was supposed to be a hundred people, but it was 150. Um, we had it outdoors. Um, it was on a Sunday cause most of my in-laws are Seventh-day Adventists. So we wanted to honor them. And yeah, so we, we had it on a Sunday. It was outdoors. It was nice. It was short. It was four hours. Everything like um, ceremony and lunch. So it was it was good. It was scary because again, COVID times. Um, my husband was outside the country at the time, and the airports were closed. So I was like, oh my gosh, is he gonna come? Is he gonna make it? So the moment they opened the airports, I was like, yay! And then the cases went up, and I'm like, oh. Oh my gosh so like he he managed to fly in like a week before the wedding i was like i don't care about quarantine you guys like no he's not gonna quarantine for 21 days the wedding is next week so it was it was quite stressful but it was it was good i think right after the wedding we just blacked out we were so exhausted we were so tired we just blacked out woke up like the next day and it was like oh it happens. Like, you know, it, it actually happens. <laughs> okay. So I know like, you know, your faith um, and ministry is something that's big in your life, right? Now you mentioned that your husband's family, mm-hmm. most of them are seventh day. So is he seventh day? No, he's not. His, his nuclear family is not. Yeah. They're, they're not seventh day, but his mom was raised seventh day. So a lot of like his aunties and uncles are still um, seventh day, but no, he's not. We 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 have the same doctrinal beliefs, if you can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your your husband is also interested in missionary work, like he's done uh, missions himself. Yes. You've got you married now. You're trying to. We're trying to work on like your um, housewife situation. <laughs> <laughs> and eight kids, <laughs> but like when. Yep. Um, your life and where you're going together. What is, what are your, I guess, what are you working towards as a couple? Definitely just living our best life. Um, and just living a life of inspiration. Like we always, we believe that sometimes we are pioneers and you know, like whenever you're starting something new, it's always difficult. Mm. Yeah. So like if it's a path, a certain path, um, you know, if you're the first one, you're the one who has to do the slashing, you know, the people after will just find a clear path, but they don't know that you had to slash and you had to get a, you know, some machinery to actually pave the way. So just a life of just paving the way for, um, young people to be unapologetic about their faith and really just living the abundant life here, you know, um, 
yeah, just really living out how God calls you to be. Um, I, sometimes I, I want to say some stuff, but then I'm like, God just surprises me, you know? So like I'll plan something and then God is like, yeah, nope, that's not happening. So I don't want to say much cause I feel like I'll jinx myself. <laughs> I don't, I know Christians will be like, jinxing is not a thing, but they're like, you, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just overall, I think just being unapologetic about who we are and, um, our faith and really just, again, living the abundant life. I know like I didn't, I didn't like Christianity, like growing up. Cause I'm like, it's so boring. You know, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't, can't, can't like everything. They just tell you stuff you can't do. And so I think the life we have now is where it's like, actually you can do a lot of stuff. Why are we focusing on things we can't do where you feel like you're missing out? So just also like, showing people that you can live a really fun, abundant life without having to do everything that the world is doing. You know what? I have a lot of questions, but <laughs> time is not that hard, so it's okay. I will leave it. I will leave it there. Um, so in, you know, if somebody is thinking about you know, getting married and getting married young, what would you say to them? Mm-hmm. I would ask why. Mm-hmm. I would ask why I would ask, um, if they know with who, um, I would ask, you know, I feel like as long as you're going the same direction, like I always tell people how, when you're talking about the non-negotiables and where you want to go in life, like if I say I'm going to, how do I use this on a world map? Okay. I am at the equator. We're both at the equator. And I'm going to Brazil. I'm going down south. And as we're getting to know each other, I discover that actually he's going to Mexico. I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, let's not, let's not even go further. Or sometimes you're already on the journey and you find yourself going up, up, up. You know, you find yourself in the U.S. You're like, what am I doing in the U.S.? I'm supposed to be going to Argentina, you know, um, have the bravery to jump off to jump out the car and just say, I'm, I'm really not going to Canada. I'm going down South. So, um, I would, I would ask those questions. Like, have you actually asked the hard questions? Cause some people say, no, um, it's too soon to ask those questions. Let's, we'll, we'll find out in our second year, but in your second year, will you, will you have the courage to get off? You would have invested a lot of time and emotion. Um, it's better to just, get out the non-negotiables from the beginning, just so you know um, you're confident on where you're actually going. So I'll definitely ask why you want to get married young um, with who you want to get married young to. And are you going the same direction? And if not, are you brave enough to jump ship? Okay. So Zoe, um, tell us, tell the audience, how can they find out, um, about, you know, about you, more about you. Cause I don't know, maybe you're planning a mission trip. Maybe, you know, you want people to go listen to your podcast. So where can people find out more information about you and how do they do that? So on Instagram, uh, my personal page is at Miss Connie 25. So and people are like, we haven't changed your handle. I'm like, no, and I'm not going to. So miss that's m-i-s-s-k-o-n-i-e and then the number is 25 or you can go to zoe's dot corner on instagram um i have a youtube channel as well 
not as active, but um, definitely some fun content there um, from just the different adventures of life. Um, so yeah, you can find me on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram at Zoe's Corner, Corner with a K. Yeah. And just slide into my DMs and we can go from there. Ah, okay. So tell us about your podcast. Is it like, how often do you post? So I try to post every two weeks. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a digital diary, a journal where I just get to share experiences and encouragement to just aim to inspire and encourage people. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Zoe, it has been a pleasure. I feel like Guys, too bad, like, you won't hear the rest of the conversation, but I still have, like, a lot of questions. So it's either you're going to have to come back, we're going to have to do, like, a coffee or something. Definitely. enjoyed <laughs> having you here. So thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, Chulu. Is 23 too young? I mean, if you are getting married, like right now, you're getting married, have you asked the hard questions? I mean, do you even know your non-negotiables? <laughs> I remember in the Africana Woman Book Club, when we reviewed Happily Sort of Ever After by Prudence Gorimani, Muma commented how people are asking the wrong questions when dating. Questions like, what is your favorite color? <laughs> When do you get asked? But on a more serious note, I feel like we need to come up with a list of good questions to ask before we jump into this thing called marriage. Ne? Um, send me some of your questions, some of the things that you think are important to discuss, and I will compile them hmm, and share them with everybody. So let's continue the conversation in the book club and in the visionaries. Please give Zoe her roses. Find her on Instagram at Zoe's Corner and let her know you heard her on the Africana Woman podcast. Tell her what you learned and say thank you. One way you can support Zoe is by making a contribution to a GoFundMe campaign she is running for her sister-in-law who needs neurosurgery in the USA for a condition called grade five cerebral AVM in her left side of her brain. Guys, this is a complicated procedure. Any amount counts. I will share the link in the podcast notes. Remember, this is a snapshot of the conversation that I had with Zoe. I think we went on for about a good hour and she goes into a lot more details about her life and the wisdom she has gained along the way. And of course, shares her view on know your roots, grow your purpose. As an Africana woman visionary, you get exclusive access to the full interview. Head over to africanawoman.com or email us at africanawoman at gmail.com to become a visionary. It is a wrap. Thank you for listening. My playground is Instagram. Find me at Chulu by Design. And the best way to support the podcast is to rate and review it on your podcast app. This tells the algorithm to share it with more African sisters. So, till next week. This podcast was produced and edited by Africana Woman Media.